presented by Facebook. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuma Navalin. It's Friday. We might get to see that warrant today, so here's what to expect. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Former President Donald Trump states he will not oppose the Justice Department's motion to unseal the search warrant approved by a federal court and a partially redacted property receipt listing the items seized during the FBI search. The redactions, according to the government, quote, remove the names of law enforcement personnel who executed the search, which seems to indicate that they do not remove any information about the items seized. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced the government's filing Thursday afternoon at an unusual two-minute briefing at the Department of Justice. Garland referred to the, quote, former president four times, but never said his name. His reason for unsealing the documents, quote, the department filed a motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. It seems likely that Garland would have not asked the court to make the warrant and property receipt public if Trump had not gone nuclear with his accusations that the attorney general and FBI had weaponized law enforcement against him. As many observers put it, Garland called Trump's bluff. Judge Bruce Reinhardt, the magistrate overseeing the case in the Southern District of Florida, swiftly ordered the government to confer with Trump and report back by 3 p.m. today on whether the former president opposed the motion to unseal. Trump debated whether to fight Garland on the disclosure, but shortly before midnight, he capitulated. We'll be smashing the refresh button on the docket page for the case all day until Reinhardt unseals docket entry 17, which contains the still secret filings. Here's what else the attorney general said. Merrick Garland, long thought to be reluctant to pursue criminal inquiries into the misbehavior of the former president, made three other big points. He said that he personally approved the decision to seek the search warrant. He made clear that he recognized the gravity of the decision, noting that, quote, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Shortly after his announcement, several news organizations reported that the government had issued a subpoena to Trump in the spring asking for additional documents in his possession. And finally, while top Democrats largely refrained from commenting on the search and the ferocious backlash against it from the right, Garland became the first high-ranking Biden administration official to stand up for his department. Missing from the limited records that Garland wants unsealed will be the underlying evidence that provided the probable cause for the search. Since Wednesday, news organizations filed a stream of motions asking the court to unseal everything in the case. A filing from the New York Times demanded the release of one, the search warrant itself, two, the search warrant application, three, any motion to seal search warrant related records, four, any resultant order regarding a motion to seal, five, any search warrant returns, and six, all probable cause affidavits filed in support of obtaining the search warrant. The Times asked for oral arguments before the judge to make the case. CBS joined their motion, and the Washington Post, CNN, NBC News, and Scripps filed a similar version. Judge Reinhardt set a deadline at 5 p.m. on August 15th for the government to respond. All of the motions to unseal share one argument in common. Trump's highly public discussion of the search merits additional transparency. The combination post-CNN NBC scripts lawyers write, quote, Trump can hardly claim that his reputational or privacy interests would be harmed by public review of what he characterizes as a, quote, witch hunt. In between Garlic's afternoon dare and Trump's late-night acceptance of it, much of the time was filled with a report from the Washington Post with the sensational lead. 
Quote, classified documents relating to nuclear weapons were among the items FBI agents sought in a search of former President Donald Trump's Florida residence on Monday, according to people familiar with the investigation. There were few other nuke details in the piece, and we've seen enough Trump scandals in the last seven years to know that sometimes potentially explosive allegations from anonymous sources failed to deliver. But Trump himself was conspicuously quiet about the story. The New York Times adds that the FBI was after, quote, documents that one person briefed on the matter said related to some of the most highly classified programs run by the United States. The source from the Times says it was material from, quote, special access programs. That's a designation even more classified than top secret and is typically reserved for extremely sensitive operations carried out by the United States abroad or for closely held technologies and capabilities. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. President Joe Biden is still on vacation in South Carolina. At 2.05 p.m., Vice President Kamala Harris will deliver remarks at an event with Oakland students and Mayor Libby Schaaf. At 5.40, Harris will depart Oakland to head to Los Angeles. The House will meet at 9 a.m. to take up the Inflation Reduction Act, with first votes predicted between 10 and 11 a.m., and additional votes predicted between 2.30 and 3.30 p.m. The Senate is out today. Ace Congressional reporter Sarah Ferris and Jordan Kearney have a good curtain raiser this morning in today's playbook as the House prepares to take up the Inflation Reduction Act for a final vote later this afternoon. Quote, Democrats are on the cusp of their biggest victory since taking full control of Washington 19 months ago. The November fragrance of their late political bloom remains to be seen. Privately, many Democrats are looking to Biden for a clearer plan this August, perhaps even the kind of nationwide tour that never happened to promote Obamacare a decade ago. Biden's administration has pledged to House Democrats that they'll dispatch cabinet officials to barnstorm during this month's abbreviated break from Washington. While Republicans are expected to reject the IRA in large numbers today, some are wondering if the auto-no votes might backfire down the line. Politico's energy reporter Josh Siegel writes, quote, Former GOP lawmakers and Republican allied groups warned the party risks overreaching and alienating key voting groups such as young people and suburban voters who want climate action in the face of worsening wildfires, droughts, and flooding, they say. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Playbook's deputy editor is Zach Stanton. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ament. I'm Rogu Munavalan. Have a good weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. Facebook is taking action to keep its platform safe. Their safety and security teams are over 40,000 strong, more than the size of the FBI. In the last six years, Facebook spent over $16 billion, enough to build seven pro stadiums, all to help create safer connections. And more than 40 million people are using Facebook's privacy checkup each month. That's nearly 60 times the population of Washington, D.C. And they're doing all of this to keep their platform safe. Learn more about the work ahead at facebook.com forward slash action.